Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey guys, hope everybody's doing wonderful this evening. This is Christy Saul, the co-founder of the Post Institute, coming at you live tonight. I am sitting in my van. Um, first of all, I'm going to plug this book real quick. Brian's book, From Fear to Love. Remember, we've got it on promotion, $7.95. We ship you the book, and then you also, as soon as you purchase, you get an email that includes uh, an audio version, and it also has a bonus podcast. So uh, be sure and take advantage of that, $7.95. So um, before I get started, um, I'm just going to, hopefully you'll be able to see. I'm going to flip my phone real quick. Um, uh, do you see that cute little cherub inside that building um, through all the glass windows? <laughs> That's Brian and I's daughter Marley, and we're having a little um, a little mass learning experience because she just recently, um, during the summer, she got her permit, uh, which is quite tricky if you're a person who's mobile by wheelchair. That takes a lot of uh, navigation and a lot of advocacy to find out how to do that. And now um, we are in the process of getting her a vehicle that will be further modified so that she will have her first car. Oh my God, I'm just like so ecstatic that I had to share with you guys so you can celebrate with me a little bit that good things are happening. Um, it has been a crazy ride and I know there'll be a lot more to navigate, but um, you know, she's growing up and she's moving towards independence. There are some of you guys who follow us who have known us since Marley was a baby in my lap um, while I was doing coaching, or maybe you met her in a stroller at a parenting camp. So um, it's just really exciting to share this ride with you all. So tonight I wanted to talk a little bit about um, a conversation. It was a, just a quick little coaching conversation I had with someone who does some um, training in a different, actually in a different country following our model. And she messaged me about um, working with a family where um, there are frequent suicidal thoughts and suicidal comments and suicidal behavior. And what was interesting, really what was profound about the conversation was um, she said, I just feel like I should be doing something more than talking about staying calm. And so we talked about that a little bit. And then she said that she had received a wonderful um, message from the family that she was working with, with so much appreciation because how effective the calm was. Isn't it funny how sometimes we can think that we need to do something that's like superhuman, like superhuman strength, like somehow we need to come in with guns blazing, you know, and oftentimes even that's what we do. We come in with guns blazing or, and I'm not saying you shouldn't sometimes call emergency services, um, especially if you have a mental health team in your community, but uh, sometimes when we call the police and they come in with guns blazing, it actually deteriorates the situation more than it helps the situation. So um, I just thought it was so amazing and profound that the family that she works with was able to answer her own self-doubt, her own questioning of whether or not there needed to be some guns a-blazing type of solution to be offered to a family when there's that level of fear and the intense emotions. But the thing about the intensity of emotions, mostly 
it's because they don't feel heard. They don't feel heard, they don't feel seen, they don't feel understood. And so the level of tension gets elevated. And when we can help people feel heard and understood, there is tremendous power in just being present and being calm and having our calm amygdala being a force that can be so stabilizing in those situations. Um, I can't tell you how, how many times, how many times I've experienced those conversations and that fear, the anxiety that we have comes up. It's real, you know, and so sometimes we have to speak about that. We have to speak our heart and say, honey, that makes me feel really scared. It makes me feel really scared to think of you feeling that alone and that desperate. And I just, I want you to know I'm here and I'm here for you and I hear your pain. You know, um, this book one of the things that there's a chapter in here specifically talking about self-harm, um, self-harm behavior. And he just goes through a beautiful scenario. And I've seen Brian and I've seen other, some of our therapeutic foster parents walk that out with their children where they're sitting right there with them saying, honey, when you cut yourself, I understand it's your only way to show how much pain you have. But you know, if you can come to me, we'll sit, I'll sit with you. We'll sit through it. You know, I've, I've watched Brian get red magic markers and have these kids just, you know, show me your pain. It is pain that it, it needs to be heard. And for us to be able to be present and able to tolerate hearing it. So we have to build our tolerance for these tough tough situations and tough emotions and so just building our tolerance for being present is there's so much value in it and there's so much value in saying you're not too much for me in this moment i'm here we're here to walk this out together so i know that there were some awesome questions from yesterday and because i'm out and about today taking care of some massive and incredible milestones in our family's life and thank you guys for honestly i mean this is what we do for a living this is how we provide for our family and so um there's something just really there's something really sweet about being able to share it with you guys that um here we are getting ready to buy my daughter's first car because of the help um you know just to me, it's like a testimony of God's goodness and provision and providing for my family while we try to help provide for yours. And so, um, you know, anytime I get up here and I can help somebody with this message, um, this parenting message um, and sharing you guys um, the things that we've learned in real life in the journey of working with families and raising children who come from tough places. If we can pour into you um, and God just keeps finding a way for us to provide, then that's what we're going to do. So if we can just give it away, <laughs> if we can just give it away one Facebook Live at a time and it's going to help your family grow in stability, um, I can just tell you that somehow something miraculous is happening for us to be able to do what it is that Marley and I are out here doing today. And so just a dovetail on the whole the world about school that we've been talking about. This is what homeschool can look like. Here she is learning about finance and how to make this happen. So, um, man, what a blessing. Much love to you guys. I know that those times, and I know with holiday stress, emotions do run really high and really intense. 
I want to remind you guys that emotions are like clouds and they will pass. That doesn't mean that they won't come back because they very well might. That they come and they go. And sometimes we have to ride those storms. And when we're riding storms with our children, our position is to be like the rocks. We're the rocks and we're the lighthouse. And they may be the waves crashing against us. And it is our place to be as stable as we possibly can be. That can also mean that you might need to reach out to people who can help you with your stability. So you're the front line, but there's got to be people who've got your back. And so to know that there are people like us that you can reach out to that can help support your back so that you can be the front line for your children. And your key, your key position is to remain as calm as you can without checking out without having to check out emotionally. So being able to stay emotionally present where they can feel you, they know that you're really there with them and to, to be able to let your calm amygdala and your emotional presence be what sets the thermostat for your family. So with that, much love to you guys. Like from the depths of my heart, much love to you. Remember what Brian tells us in any given moment. We have one or two choices and they don't always feel like choices remember that we have, you know when we can breathe and we can calm our own amygdala then we are activating our choice we're activating the ability to make a choice when we're acting out of those same blueprints of stress fear and overwhelm and we're acting out of a flipped hijacked amygdala then our ability to choose is really limited but if we can just get that one breath And then a second breath and a third breath. You can start feeling the calm enter your body. You may need to take 10 deep breaths. But after you get to that place where calm has entered your system, then you can actively choose love. And so, man, much love to you guys. And I hope you're able to choose love. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Stay blessed.